Well, when I was a, a toddler, um, I had a pretty nasty tummy bug from traveling overseas. Uh, it was relatively significant, uh, and it happened to coincide with the growth of my molar teeth. Now, I recovered from the bug, thankfully, uh, but as the years went on, it became clear that uh, my molars had been affected by the virus. They were easily susceptible to decay and cavities, and one of them at the back here just crumbled into this crater when I was about 15, and it stayed that way for years, despite the effort uh, of many dentists. Now, while all this was going on, uh, it must be said my care of my teeth was pretty poor. Um, I brushed them, of course, uh, but I did and still do consume a lot of, you know, soft drink and uh, other uh, sugary delights. Uh, and, you know, when it comes to flossing, well, this meme pretty much captures my approach to that habit pretty well. So now when I eventually head back to the dentist, and they will inevitably find uh, my cavities and uh, cavities in my molars, the question is, who's to blame? Do I blame the, the poor sanitation overseas that led to me getting a tummy bug that made my molars a little shaky? Or am I to blame for my neglect of my teeth? Who's at fault? We might be tempted to ask this question when we face our own sickness, especially if it's a sickness that you know, seems to come out of nowhere uh, and one that threatens our livelihood. Of course, it could be a dangerous question to ask, because often we can't find an explanation. We can't find a cause. And sometimes we can't find a cure either. So it can seem like a hopeless situa situation all round. Working out the cause of sickness needs to begin with knowing exactly what sickness is. What do a broken arm, uh, cancer, depression, a pandemic all have in common? They seem like such different conditions, and they are. But what do they all have at their core that they share in common? Well, at the most basic level, uh, all of those sicknesses and conditions, they all share disorder in common. A bone can be out of place, cells in the blood that destroy other cells rather than enhance them, chemical imbalances in a brain that make us feel unwell, uh, a virus that attacks the immune system. The effects of all of these conditions might be different, but all of them work on that same basic principle. They disorder our bodies. Now Christians believe that the disorder not just in our bodies, but at every single level of our ecosystem in our planet, is the disordered byproduct of Adam and Eve's sinful act in the Garden of Eden. Because at its core, what happened on that fateful day was a disordering. We looked at this in detail in Term 1 when we worked through the creation story. And we saw that God had ordered everything in the universe in its place. And it was good. God ordered creation with us, humanity, at the pinnacle. And the only being above humanity was God. But Adam and Eve's sinful act was built upon the desire to not just rule creation under God, but to be equal with God. To decide independently of God what was good. The problem with this idea is that God is the very definition of goodness. So to seek to do good without God is impossible. 
Uh, this disordering by Adam and Eve of trying to level up to, to God's status, it, it broke faith with God, but it also unraveled the order of, op, of our planet, bringing sickness, suffering and death into reality. So if that's true, well then it seems pretty simple, doesn't it? Now, none of us are to blame, except Adam and Eve. Uh, if sickness and disorder is the cause of all disorder, well, and that's Adam and Eve's fault, well then, we can't be for blamed. The next time the dentist asks me if I'm aware of the plaque buildup on my teeth, I can just say, are you aware of what happened in the Garden of Eden, mate? Get off my case. But what if passages in the Bible like the one that Charlotte just read to us? Psalm 38 speaks of being physically disordered. No soundness in my body, no health in my bones, foul and festering wounds, insides full of burning pain, racing heart, the, the light of my eyes has faded. But the writer of the psalm, David, he doesn't say, well, of course I'm not to blame for any of this sickness. No, he repeatedly says the disordering he is experiencing in his body is because of my sin, my iniquities, my foolishness. The disorder that Adam and Eve uh, demonstrated in the garden is the same disorder that we demonstrate each and every day. And for David, in this psalm, he has reflected on his disordered actions and he's observed that they have led to the disorder he now feels in his body. Now, we need to be really careful here because it is clear that in many instances, the disordering of sickness cannot be traced back to a specific act or a habit in our lives. Most of the time, our illnesses or conditions are simply the byproduct of living in a disordered world where sickness is a reality. In fact, I reckon the times that we can find a fault in ourselves for our illness is usually only when it's really obvious, like the alcoholic with liver failure, or the smoker with emphysema, or the soft drink guzzler with tooth decay. So, sickness can, so I guess the question is, can sickness be just a result of living in a disordered world? The answer is yes. And can sickness be a result of living in a disordered way? Well, the answer is also yes. Both can be true. Uh, and sometimes it can be helpful to try and work out which one is more to blame, especially if that means you could put a stop to a habit in your lifestyle that could help your health. However, searching inside of ourselves and finding that where to blame can make us despair. We can condemn ourselves. But God doesn't want us to do that. And if you can't find a simple answer in yourself, well, then you can spiral into asking all kinds of despairing questions. Questions like, why did I have to get sick now? Why did this pandemic have to come in my final year of school? Why can't I enjoy being with people like those who aren't suffering from depression like I am? But God doesn't want us to do that either. Fixating ourselves uh, on these questions can be hopeless because all of these questions are fixed on earthly things. And we've seen so easily in recent times and in the Bible that our earth is imperfect. 
So whether we are to blame or the, the disorder of our planet is to blame, either way the solution is not to condemn ourselves or to condemn this earth. Both are corrupted. You see, instead we need a solution outside of ourselves, outside of this earth. We mustn't condemn ourselves because Jesus does not condemn us either. Jesus wants us to live changed, reordered lives in this disordered world. But that change does not come through blaming ourselves or our circumstances. No, it comes through gratitude for the gospel identity that Jesus can give us. Paul writes in Colossians 3, he says, So if you have been raised with Christ, seek the things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. A day is coming when my tooth decay and the suffering of all God's children will be reordered into glory. But this will come from above, not from earth. It will come from the life of Christ, not the blame of decay and disorder and death. And so bring on that day, I pray.